Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's a Wednesday. Mark Aram and my crew going to keep you smiling on your ride home. Speaking of smiling, smiling Mark McKay, Doug Turnbull, and the rest of the traffic team have you covered with traffic reports every six minutes. We've got a big show today, Longoria, uh, on the other side of the takeout window. Sandra Parrish, uh, WSB radio reporter, got to go inside the Waffle House War Room, the Hurricane War Room. Have you ever heard of that? They have the Waffle House Index when it comes to hurricanes. And, you know, FEMA looks at how many Waffle Houses are open to determine how bad the store is, the storm is, and there's an actual Waffle House Hurricane War Room, and Sandra Paris got to go in there and uh, scope it out. So we'll talk to her in the second hour. Uh, Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review and some big fun local stories. But we're going to kick things off with a little episode of Millennial Match Game. Joining us in studio, uh, the undefeated, undisputed champion of Millennial Match Game from our digital desk. It is Randy O'Cray, uh, Millennial Randy, as we like to call you. How are you, darling? I'm good. Good, Markster. How are you? Excellent. Thanks for filling it. You're pinch hitting. We had a late uh, cancellation for Millennial Match. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Anything for you, Mark? All right. Uh, uh, real quick, tell the folks a little about yourself if they don't know anything about Randy. Okay. Well, Randy's on the digital team here at <laughs> WSB Radio, and uh, I think that's all they should know. How old are you? Where are you from? All that good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. So I am I'm 32. Um, well, I'll be that in September. Okay. And I'm from the wonderful city of Dallas in the great state of Texas. Hey, Haas. All right. Yeah. You and Longoria both. Oh, yeah. Texas. The real Tex-Mex. Well, you know yeah. what time it is. The real Tex-Mex. <laughs> we put Texas in quotes when it comes to Longoria. All right, let's meet our contestants tonight on Millennial Match Game. Rebecca is going to be playing with us in Alpharetta. Rebecca, how are you, dear? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Excellent. And uh, are you familiar with Millennial Match Game? I am. Excellent. So hang on the line. You're going to be playing against Scott in Sugar Hill. Hold on. I'm going to mess this up. Scott's in Sugar Hill. Scott, how are you, my friend? Doing fine, Mark. How are you? Excellent. Uh, are you familiar with Millennial Match Game? Absolutely. All right, so tonight's edition of Millennial Match Game is uh, top 80s hits. So I'm going to play an 80s song, a very popular 80s song, and you just have to guess whether or not Randy will know the uh, artist or not, okay? All right. All right. So, I mean, these are songs that you and I, if, if you're my age or, or older, you'll definitely know. But 32-year-old Millennial Randy or 31-year-old Millennial Randy might not know. Uh, Longoria, let's play a Millennial let's Match Game. Let's play Millennial Match Game. <laughs> All right, I don't know what to do because my computer has... <laughs> uh, uh, do you, have, you have News Boss in there? All right, just pull up my News Boss and play, play whatever song you want, Longoria. They're, they should be at the top of there. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, for some reason, my computer's been rebooting for 15 minutes, and I've got all the uh, all the songs in there. So while Longoria's pulling up that, uh, we'll talk to uh, Rebecca first. Rebecca, tell us a little about yourself. I live in Marietta, Georgia. I'm 45, and I am a surrogacy coordinator. Oh, a fantasy coordinator? 
surrogacy coordinator. Surrogacy. I work with oh, that's yeah. amazing. That's better than a fantasy coordinator. I thought you were doing fantasy football <laughs> or something like that. Uh, excellent. No. Scott, tell us a little bit about yourself, my friend. I am 54 out in Sugar Hill. I work for a management consulting firm. Excellent. Any need for a surrogate service or anything like that? No, but we are looking for a fantasy coordinator. A but. fantasy coordinator. All right, Longoria, hold on. My computer just booted. I got it. I'm, so, I'm sorry about this, folks. For some reason, they're always updating our uh, computers here. And I thought I logged on well in time to start the show, but apparently I didn't. So here we go. It's match game, 80s top hits. I'm going to play a song from the 80s, and you just have to guess whether or not Millennial Randy will know who the artist is. All right, here is the first song, guys. What I want you I know who that group is, but will Millennial Randy know who that group is, Rebecca? What do you think? Yes. Really? Sure. All right. Let's hear a little bit more of that, Randy. Shaking her head. <laughs> Longoria? Oh, Have you heard of this song, Randy? Have you heard uh, of it? Sort of. Sort of? Yeah. All right. What group do you think it is? 80s group. Big 80s group. Um, What's the one that had the uh, red... Hats. Oh, oh, oh. With a Z. With a Z. ZZ Top. Yes, is no, that it? That no. is not ZZ Top, no. <laughs> that is, uh, that, those are the legendary Hall & Oates. Oh, I know them. It's yeah. a smile song. Oh, Hall & Oates. Exactly right. All right, so no point, Rebecca. Again, Rebecca, when in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. Scott's turn, t uh, t Scott's turn for match game 80s hits with Millennial Randy. Will Millennial Randy know who sings this song, Scott? You say no chance, right? No chance. Randy, it's a cruel, cruel summer. Let me hear a little more, Longoria. Is it a group? Yes. <laughs> it's a cruel, cruel summer. Oh, my what a God. great song. I, I love wanna that song. I want to say Blondie, but I know it's not Blondie. I know it's not. You got the first letter right. Oh, okay. Uh... It's a B. Oh, oh. The, uh, 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 the, the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. No, no, Mark. No, you won't get it. It's it's Banana Rama. Oh, heck no. Yeah, <laughs> Banana. Wasn't that a good song? I love that I song. I do like this song. Round two of Millennial Match Game Top 80s Hits continues. Deb Green, what's the score? Uh, Rebecca zero, Scott one. It's Rebecca's turn. Rebecca's turn. Rebecca, will Millennial Randy know what group sang this famous 80s song? I'm in love. I, I, I forgot how good the songs were that the 80s were. All right, what do you think? Will Millennial Randy know that famous song and that famous group? I don't think so. I don't think no. so either. I love this song. Randy, I'll be surprised if you get it. It's a very popular song. Friday, I'm, I'm in love. I'm I will play... say that all of these songs are played on at one of our stations, either Kiss, B, or The River. I'm going to say this is not played on Kiss. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb. What do you think, Randy? It's another group. Another group. Okay, it sounds like they... Okay, can we have, like, another song? Like, that isn't... That's not a... Nope. Uh, no. I'll play a little more <laughs> of this one if you want. This is probably their biggest hit. I don't care. She says 
You're singing good to it. I mean, you're dancing well to it. Man, come on, please give me like one letter, one letter, one letter. T is the first letter. <laughs> the something. The something, exactly. Um, um, oh, man, I don't know. This is hard. You won't get it. It's the cure. The cure. Okay, now, seriously. <laughs> Have you ever heard of them? No. What's a good what? song, though? That was a good song, but who's the cure? Oh, oh my God, Randy. You don't even ask that. Yeah, don't. Deb Green's going to stab you in a second. All right, Scott, you're up. 80s edition of Millennial Match Game. Tops 80s hits. Will Millennial Randy know who sings this famous song? Oh. Of course you will, yes. Randy, a lot of faith from Scott. Nasty girl, Randy. You're a nasty girl. Uh, nasty girls. Uh, don't mean a thing. We're getting a free show in here. I uh, is that Paul Abdul? Oh, my God. Yes. No. Oh, my God. What? Oh, no. It was Janet Jackson? It was. Oh, dang it. Yes. I knew that. <laughs> second, second guesses don't count. Oh, I thought for sure you had that point, Scott. All right, Rebecca's turn. Millennial Match Game, top 80s hits. Will uh, Millennial Randy know who sings this famous 80s song? Twice. I'm going to say no. I'm with you. I'll give you a hint, Randy. This was the uh, number one song at Chuck's Prom in, in Whitefish, Montana. <laughs> You're right, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Once bitten, twice shy. It's a it's a, uh, a group, two words. A group, two words. You're not getting it. No. no I, you've uh, never heard of this group before. Uh, great, oh. great White. Oh, no, like yeah. the shark? No. Yeah. <laughs> like the shark, exactly <laughs> right. All right, Scott's turn, Millennial Match Game, 80s songs. Scott, will Millennial Randy know who sings this famous 80s tune? You say yes. Oh, my goodness, Scott. Bless your heart. Randy, who sings this song? Come on. I said this name earlier. You did. Blondie. Oh, my God. I like this song. I like this song. How do you know Blondie? Well, just a a quick fact about me. I used to do trivia, like, at restaurants, and I had to always play 80s music. So that's why I know the song, but I just don't remember the name. I just can't remember the name. Wow. Blondie. I'm impressed. All right. uh, It is Rebecca's turn. Rebecca. Millennial Match Game, top 80s hits. Will Millennial Randy know who sings one of my favorite songs? Mm, this is a tough one. I'm going to say no. I don't know. Randy's kind of religious, and the song oh, is no. Personal Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got to do with Jesus, huh? Yeah, it's got to do with Jesus. It's a group? It is a group. Two words? Two words. I got nothing. At least one of the members is dead. We're not playing charades. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Pish Pesh Node. Oh, no. no. I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> it is Depeche Mode. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. never heard of it. You never heard of that? Sorry. All right, we're going to go uh, one real quick, Scott, before the break. Will Millennial Randy know who sings this famous song? No. You say no. You got to fight for your right to party, Randy, the millennial. Who sings that? Oh, my God. It just I just had it in my brain. I saw that. It just went away. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 they, they, the Beastie Boys. Yes. 
Yeah. All right. I'll take that, Scott. <laughs> end, end of round two of Millennial Match Game. What is the score, Deb Green? Rebecca, three, Scott, two. Oh, we got a nail biter. We'll come back. We'll finish up Millennial Match Game. Brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Millennial Randy in studio. 80s top hits on the Mark Aram Show. Final segment, Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deb Green? Rebecca 3, Scott 2. It's Rebecca's turn. Rebecca, 80s music, Millennial Match Game. Will Millennial Randy know who sings this famous 80s song? And the night got deathly quiet. And his face lost all expression. Said if you're gonna play the Don't have much time. What do you think? Yes. You say yes. So. Who sings this? Got to know when to hold them, Randy. Know when to fold them. Exactly. That's all I know. So I don't know who sings it. <laughs> Billy, no, I ain't Billy Joel. No. Uh, Billy Joel, a great country singer, but not as good as this guy. Uh, 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 Neil Nielsen? What's ne his name? Neil Nielsen. That, no. He smoked that marijuana <laughs> he, has a, he has a real face. He has a new face. <laughs> Willie, Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. No. no. Uh, Kenny Rogers. Kenny oh. Rogers. Um, <laughs> all right, real quick. Uh, no, I don't have any more time. Uh, what's the final score, Deb Green? All right, Rebecca, three, Scott, two. But fear not, Scott, because uh, Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. We have gifts for everybody, Deb Green. What did they win? Hey, you both get tickets to go check out the Game of Thrones live concert experience on September 24th at Ameris Bank hang, Theater. Hang on the line. Chuck's going to get some info. Uh, if you don't want to go, I'll go with you, uh, Rebecca, because I want to see that Game of Thrones stuff. Randy, as always, God bless you. You're the best. I love you so much. Hearts and kisses. Um, when we come back. The Mark Aram Show continues on WSB. This is Robert Wagner, and you're listening to that famous anti-dentite, Mark Aram. Which reminds me, Deb Green, I've got to make a dentist appointment. A Not dentist appointment? Yeah. Within the next week, remind me. Okay. All right, Mark Aram and uh, the bananas, Deb Green, Longo, and Loti, with you till 8 in the p.m. Don't forget, once you get home, you can listen to the Mark Aram Show at home via Amazon Alexa or the WSB Radio app and the podcast available on WSBRadio.com and iTunes. Uh, coming up in a half an hour, Sandra Parrish, WSB Radio reporter, went inside the Waffle House Hurricane War Room. And you know I'm a big fan of everything Waffle House. I literally have Waffle House sweatshirts and T-shirts that I purchased online. That's how much I love Waffle House. So I'm kind of jealous that she got to go into the Hurricane War Room. So we'll talk to her in a second. But before we continue with the show, I, I often come up with, I think, Chuck, our million-dollar ideas but I never have the stick to to finish them up. Oh. Like, I'll, I'll, one of my, my ideas was uh, to open up a restaurant, uh, a business, not a restaurant, a business called Touch, T-O-U-C-H, okay? I don't even want to. No, you're going to hear what it is. And it basically, <laughs> like it so I've, I've got friends that are. I'm uncomfortable. My age and older, <laughs> like they're guys, they're single guys, and they just have never had any luck with, with the ladies, you know, or the men. But I mean, aren't but they're just, single. Aren't these called brothels? Well, well here's the thing. Cuddle I, houses now, yes. right? Yeah. So my idea was, <laughs> I was thinking of this one guy, Dave, a good friend of mine, Dave. He probably won't be a good friend of me after the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably But, not. you know, I, he's probably hasn't gone on a date in like 10 years, you know. And part of being in a relationship, as you guys know, is the, is the intimacy sure. of the cuddling, of right. the holding the hands. So my million-dollar idea, million idea was to open a place called Touch, where you can come in and... Like for me, I would pay to have someone scratch my back for twenty minutes. I think that's the greatest thing. And I don't want I don't want to ask Maya, my girlfriend, to add scratch my back for twenty no. minutes. But if I pay someone, or you can get cuddled, or someone can hold your hand, or you know, just that that intimacy. And if sure enough, uh, a year after I came up with that idea, they have these cuddle houses now where you can pay like a hundred dollars a half hour, and and someone will cuddle with you. 
So I have these million dollar ideas all all the time, You're and I never stick to them. So here's my latest million dollar idea. Chris Chandler joins us in the WSB Radio Newsroom. This is going to be great. It is going to be great. So this is my is million it? dollar idea. So before the show, <laughs> Chris Chandler was was talking to Jennifer Griffiths in a way to calm her down. You know. He was trying and, to and that's hard. Yeah, he was trying to explain a story to, and he was doing in this voice. Can you recapture that no, voice? No, I can't recapture the voice. He was, he was like, he had this storytelling <laughs> voice on. He's like, yeah. "Well, Jennifer, you see, imagine if this happened, and yes. then you, but you know, Certain just inflection, very and, calm." Yes. And I'm sitting there, and this is where I want to get you guys in with kids. Do you guys read to your kids at night? Is that mm -hmm. still a thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you go into the bed, oh, and yeah. you know, oh, let me read yep. read Doctor Seuss, Longoria. Yep. Because your kid, your kids call you Longoria. I imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, they do. Your kids in your life go, "Hey, Longoria." <laughs> so you read to the girls at night. So my million dollar idea is we get Chris Chandler in that storytelling voice. Just don't know. To record like every children's book on the planet, oh, and then Lord. and then lazy yeah, parents like I mean because I remember when I was a kid I'd be like you know they read me a book and they're like now oh, let me hear another and my parents are like come on go to sleep, but here you put it on an app and it's Chris Chandler like reading all these kids books in this amazing. Chris Chandler storybook I voice. I just don't know. And then Dorian came ashore, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, I love it. You don't, you're not in on this? I mean, I'm going to make you rich, Chris well, Chandler. Well, Lord knows everyone in radio should have a second stream exactly. of revenue ready to go. So I'm going to I'm going to think about it. Tonight. Would you Would you guys be, would you beta test this for me, Longoria? Sure. Oh, you so take like, it home. That's it. That's good. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, you take Chris Chandler home. <laughs> <laughs> have him read our kids. You say, uh, you like say Olivia, uh, this guy's going to read you a bedtime story. No. I'll have, <laughs> I'll have. Is read you. I'll have Chris Chandler I'll do like, my, my, I'll drive up in my white van. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'll have I'll have him read a bunch of Shell Silverstein poems or something. There you go. Doctor Su <laughs> I'm I'm telling you. Do you think that's a viable, marketable thing to have an amazing voice like Chris Chandler read these these stories to these kids, put them asleep? I think so. I think so All too. Right. All right. Like a buck ninety nine a month. You subscribe to the Chris Chandler app. Can we can we have them read other things that would switch over once they're asleep? So maybe they they learn Spanish. Know, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like he just starts reading in Spanish, or you know, what, what is your white noise sound? Yeah. Your white noise sound? El Cascojones. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so all right, so it's a million dollars. I'm going to put up the money, or will you right. be down? I'm going to go out tonight and buy a cardigan sweater. You <laughs> Like, you have Rogers. to buy one. Um, so this is a legitimate thing, man. All right, we'll do it. We're going to go. you got to work on that. That's I don't know if you can recapture that magic. You Just, just whatever. have Jennifer start yelling Yeah, we'll again. have to yes. bring Jennifer into the studio. Exactly. Yeah. And you just start reading these books. Well, like, try to, like, you're reading to Jennifer. Okay. The Little Red Dog <laughs> Named Clifford. Like, it was... It was, I was like, oh, story time. Uh -huh. It was fantastic. Idaho. <laughs> That's Jen. Yeah. Utah, Jen. Absolutely. All right. All right, so we're going to do it. That, so this is $1 million idea I want to stick with. Parents, would this would this work? I think it would. Because don't, you, don't your daughters want you to read more than one book? Yeah, yes. They want you to read them. <laughs> I don't have the story time voice. Chris Chandler you, would... Listen, you would if you had a little kid. Sure, but uh, Chris Chandler... I can't do better than Chris Chandler did. No. It was amazing. Parents, would you buy the Chris Chandler story time app to read for your... You just push play on the iPad, so and then he'll so. read... He'll read these books. It, some of the, the the best ideas start out as stupid ideas. I know. I believe. Listen, I'm going to be kicking myself when this takes yes. off. Yeah, yeah, All right. I just poor. want quick uh, user reaction. Parents, would you would you buy this app? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. When we come back, does Alex Williams knows this food on the Mark Aram Show? 
Chris Chandler reading story time to the kids. Will this be a viable million-dollar app idea? I want to hear from the parents real quick. Susan's in Marietta. Susan, what do you think about my uh, Chris Chandler storybook idea? Well, I don't like it. I don't. Okay. I have two children, and I'll tell you why. You know, parents need to spend some alone time with your children. So in this case, it's just another avenue to spend time with your children, in my opinion. Nothing's better than a mom. See, ideally, so here's here's ideally the way I, 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 I understand your concern. Ideally, the parent goes in and reads a book to the kid. Inevitably, the kids go, I want to hear another one. That's when the parent dips out, especially when the kid's drowsy. They're like, oh, okay, here's here's our buddy Chris Chandler. He's going to read you Clifford the Big Red Dog. That so bad. So read the first one, Longoria, to your daughter. <laughs> okay. You clearly have never read to your child until they fell asleep. It's the cutest thing ever. Yeah, but I, you're, you're, it's cute now. But when the kids well, how seven, long do you, they're not going to. I'm not going to be doing it when they're. My mom still reads to me at night. Well, that's that's a failure of Meyer. <laughs> she she caught, before I go to bed, I put the phone on speaker and, and she reads Fifty Shades of Gray oh, until I fall whoa. asleep. No, wow, I know, I know. Sean's in Douglasville. Sean, what do you think of my idea? I think it's a good idea, uh, but they've already got that idea, kind of. Really? Uh, yeah, I've got. I actually pay for that uh, for myself. They have these bedtime stories that kind of helps you go to sleep. What? What do you? Also, what is? What do you do? This is for adults. It's for adults and or kids. Okay, so what? What is yeah. it? What is the product? The app is called Calm. C A L M. Son of a biscuit! All right, tell me about it. So, you know, it's got meditation and all kinds of other stuff like that. But there's a sleep part that you can click on. They've got fiction, non-fiction. They've got the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off doing Ferris. Really? You know <laughs> yeah. Son of a biscuit. All right, so I would even think. But they don't have Chris Chandler. <laughs> yeah, wait, how much is it? How much is it? Forty nine ninety nine, and they've got, you know, various actors. A year? That'll do some stories. Yeah. All right. So I was going to charge... Buck ninety nine a month, so I'm I'm undercutting them. There you go. And I've got Chris Chandler, but they have Ferris Bueller. I mean, I love Chris Chandler, but I'd rather have Ferris Bueller read me. I would. I'm sure you can use some of your connections there. But but all right, that just validates though that this is a good idea. Why don't you get Tim Andrews, who can then do all all the voices? voices. That's not calming. Chris Chandler's voice is so calming. He calmed Griffey's down off the ledge. Well, that that takes a lot. Exactly right. Uh, Anna's in Lithonia. Anna, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Hello, Anna. He just took mine, the calm, but it is awesome. Let me tell you, it'll put you to sleep. And he forgot to say Matthew McConaughey is actually one of the people telling the stories in one of them. Wow. <laughs> I can't. I, I mean, I love Chris Chandler, but he's no Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, uh, what do you What do you listen? What do you Professor choose to listen Matthew to on Matthew. the uh, Calm app before you go to bed? What's your go to? Um, whatever story I haven't heard. So you like you do stories. Yes, I do stories, and let me tell you, you don't even realize when you fall asleep. Oh, man. It's awesome. So, how, how long have you had this, Anna? Has it been out a while? Like, about two years. Dag nabbit. All right. <laughs> well, that, but at least that validates me. Like, Chuck was pishawing my idea, but this is actually a thing. I just was, I'm looking for the niche for the yeah, kids. You are. I wasn't thinking about... <laughs> that doesn't sound right either. I wasn't yeah. thinking about 35-year-old Anna in Lithonia <laughs> reading stories to her, but for the kids. All right. Well, I feel better that at least my idea has already been done. Yeah. I feel better that it was a good idea. The Japanese came up with my smell-o-vision, so exactly, whatever to say. Exactly right. Uh, let's play Does Alex Williams Know This Food? 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 That boy don't know what that is. Usually, Alex Williams doesn't know what that is. Alex Williams uh, are... are an uh, incredible member of the Triple Team Traffic Team uh, joins us in studio. Alex's one Achilles heel is that he does not know 
many types of foods. I think you're going to get this one. All right, here's the food tonight. Does Alex Williams know this food? Alex Williams, what is an eclair? An eclair? You can either pronounce it eclair or eclair. What type of food is an eclair or an eclair? Oh, type of egg? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Williams did not know that food. Randy. Randy That can't. boy does not know what that is. Yes. Uh, an eclair, it's a sweet treat. It's a dessert. It's a uh, cylindrical pastry stuffed with cream. Chocolate on the top. Shields tried to help me out with the text, but I didn't yeah. want to cheat. <laughs> Get back to your traffic, Mike Shields. Thank you, Alex. All right. Alex, by the way, the best dog sitter in the building if you guys need him. Uh, I point to the guy whose dogs just died. Sorry, little, sorry, little right. Gloria. Sandra Parrish, when we come back, this is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. to the show to go to Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. My whole family here is tonight, is here tonight. I can't speak tonight either. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. Coming up in 30 minutes, Johnny Kilblossom will join us with a fast food review. Speaking of food, I think we all know my... Uh, unabashed affinity for Waffle House. I went there this morning for breakfast, actually, Deb Green. I got two scrambled egg and cheese sandwiches, in case you're wondering. You're such a weird bird. Do you, do you like Waffle House? Have you been to Waffle House? Waffle House is usually where I go to post-concert. What do you usually get? I'm very curious about Plain, your... dry waffle, order okay. of bacon, and then just a lot of water. That's almost a normal order. Almost. What, Chuck, do you have a go-to Waffle House order? Uh, it's usually what it, the biggest, greasiest thing I can... Okay. I can find steak so and it, eggs. It varies. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's uh, elk steak and eggs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen, if they had elk there, I'd be like, uh, waffle and then eggs, sausage, bacon. The, the, the all star breakfast. Yeah. It sounds yeah. Right yeah, that is the best value. Uh, my, I love the all star, and I get the bacon and bring it home to my dogs. That's why they think I'm the ba- the best dad ever. Uh, but I mix it up. I like I like the scrambled egg and cheese sandwiches with hash browns double covered. Why am I talking about Waffle House? I, no I thought I've done everything Waffle House. I've been in the museum, the first location. I've been to hundreds of Waffle Houses throughout my life. But I've never been to the Waffle House Hurricane War Room. Mm. WSB Sandra Parrish has been, though, and she joins us live on the Mark Aram Show. How are you, Sandy? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? Excellent. So, you know, Hurricane Dorian, and obviously we're going to cover that here throughout the overnight hours with Mark Aylwine and tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News. Uh, but, you know, as, as far as the hurricane preps go, FEMA often looks toward Waffle House to determine how bad the storm is or how bad it will be. And Waffle House now has a war room set up for hurricane situations like this. They do. And so it actually, the, the, the coin phrase, the Waffle House Index, started back in 2004 when Craig Fugate, who was the former Florida EMA director, and he would go on to become the head of FEMA, came up with that because basically it would let his folks know what were the really hard hit areas in the state. And then when he became on, you know, became the FEMA director nationally. So, so basically the way the index works is if you come upon a waffle house, that's open, 
for, for his folks, you keep driving. If you come to one that has limited resources, it's got a limited menu, so obviously they have power and water, keep driving. You drive to one that is closed because you know that that's the hardest hit area. Interesting. Sandra Parrish joins us on the Mark Aram Show, uh, reporting from inside. Well, you're not inside the war room right now. You were there the other day. (laughs) Uh, Is is the war room like the situation room in the White House? Is it always one location or does it vary depending on where the storm is? Well, so they took me up there. Basically, it's their conference room and they had three huge screens that they're looking at. Some have news stories going on. One's got a, you know, the satellite, the radar showing you where the storm is. And then one actually was really interesting, and I took a picture of that. Um, that's in my web story that you can find on WSBradio.com. And it shows the, the four states that are affected where they have stores. There's 400 stores in, in those four states that could be affected, and they're predicting, they actually have computer software where they are predicting wow. 140 of those will suffer some sort of damage. So you see on this big screen, you see you know, the, the southeast, and you see all the, the, the greens were the Rockwell House, which is each of the store numbers on it. So mm-hmm. that, was pretty, that was pretty cool. Now, is it up to the individual store manager slash owner to determine whether the store will, will stay open during the storm? Who makes that call? You know, I, I think it's a team of them. And so, I mean, obviously, they're they're relying on the local store owners to know what the situation is right where their town is. But, Mark, I found it interesting. A lot of their top execs are actually there in the field. I mean, they're, you know, you still have higher-ups that are back in the war room, and they're gathering the information. They're on their phones. They're on their laptops letting them know what's going on. But then you've got their execs down there in the field with these folks. I think they're all they're there to, to help them make those decisions. But clearly you're, you're going to know in those areas where it's the hardest hit. I mean, they're going to those local stores will be the ones who know if they can open or not. With uh, Hurricane Dorian continue to roll along the eastern coast of the United States, the Waffle House Index comes into play yet again. And there are three factors determining whether or not a store remains open. Right, Sandy? It's people, utilities, and food. Explain that. Well, that, so those are the key elements. So obviously, you know, they're, they're concerned about their people. And, and they want to be able to afterwards be able to see those people as well. You know, the ones who are without power. Utilities are key because you got to have them to operate. Um, and what was the last one? Food. <laughs> food, utilities, and, and, and food. they gotta have the, they got to have the resources to get the food there. So that's another key uh, a key point is they actually have a caravan of, of generators and gas and people to run the generators that they actually deploy to these areas along with these large quantities of food that they're there right and ready um you know last year uh when michael hit in panama city panama city or maybe it was mexico beach i I forget which one but they actually set up a station there and they were feeding the first responders i mean you know how how decimated the area was they were there offering hot meals to people and they actually have a vp of people that i interviewed and he's kind of leading the response effort right now but he was saying you know the hot meal makes a, a big difference because people they're they're out there recovering you know they're helping people get out of areas you know whatever the case may be you need those first responders you know, to be happy you need to give them a, a hot healthy meal and so they can go about their business and help to continue in the recovery effort. What's what's so funny? So I talked to one of the local hero drivers who was who was dispatched to coastal Georgia to do the whole I sixteen contra flow kind of thing, and I asked him. I said, "Well, where where are they putting you up?" He says, "The Waffle House." I said, "Well, I know you're eating there, but where are they putting you up?" He goes, "No, we're staying 
in the Waffle House. I was like, what? Wow. He goes, yeah, they, they, the hearing units guys, they crashed. They slept in the Waffle House that. So not only that they providing food, but in some cases, shelter, I guess. What's interesting, talking to Sandy Parrish, uh, WSB Radio News reporter, is the Waffle House hurricane menu or the emergency menu. I don't know if they discussed that with you, Sandra. I didn't hear exactly what is on the limited menu. All right, well, but, I'm glad yeah. you asked. So Deb Green would be, uh, you'd be SOL, Deb Green, with your dry waffle and bacon, because that, <laughs> that is not offered. No waffle at the Waffle House? On, yes, on the emergency <sighs> menu, there is no waffle. So here's what's available on the emergency menu. And this, this might vary between storms and between stores. Uh, but for whatever reason, they offer uh, two eggs, toast, and grits. So you'd be okay, Longoria. All right. The sausage sandwich which I've honestly have never had before. Sounds good. Grilled ham sandwich and a sausage biscuit. Um, and then the lunch and dinner menu, they have uh, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, grilled chicken sandwiches, grilled ham sandwiches, and a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, and, and that's it. So that's the little, so for whatever reason, hash browns and waffles not available during the hurricane menu. I guess the, I don't know. I don't know the reason. Well, you got to mix the batter up. So I can kind of see that with the waffles. <laughs> you, you know, you need, I don't know, milk, water. I don't, you need something to mix up the batter for that. I'm, I'm curious why hash browns though. I mean, they're, they're on the same grill with the hamburger. That, 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 maybe. Well, because, okay, I would bet because usually hash browns are maybe frozen, like the potatoes maybe oh, are frozen, yeah. and they have no way to, to keep them frozen. I, just a guess. Look at Sandra Parrish bringing uh, the legitimacy to the Mark <laughs> Aram show. Uh, so here here's the question I have, Sandra, very personally. How do I get invited to the war room next time? Like, I, I want to scope this thing out. Oh, you have a big fan over at Waffle House, and um, I, he'll remain nameless. Okay. But I think you will have no problem Excellent. getting to see the war room. Excellent. All right. So. Uh, well, I'm, well, I don't hope there's another hurricane, but God forbid there is one. Maybe you, I can tag along. I could be your Jimmy Olsen. You could do that. And, you know, while I have the opportunity, I also want to mention this, too. I found out um, yesterday that even... All the execs sit in cubicles, even the CEO, that he doesn't have some big fancy office. He sits there with everybody else. And it was really amazing. I and mean, there were a lot of cubicles, but it was it was really amazing that you've had your higher execs. And, and something else that, that I have learned also through the years is that these same execs will go out to the local stores on holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, to give those employees time to be off with their family. And they'll go in and they'll cook the, the hash browns and the waffles themselves just so that their employees can be home. That's, that's so it's a really nice, well-run company. It's, it's a great place. I remember, so I, growing up in Connecticut, there were no waffle houses in Connecticut. And the first time I had one um, was, I think my parents took me to Disney World when I, got, when I was like 12. And it was the first time in my life my parents were like, you can order anything on the menu you want. You know, it was always like, all right, you have to order from the kids' menu or <laughs> anything less than six bucks. And it was the first time I, my mom was like, go and get whatever you want. This is the same mother, Sandra, that lied to me and said you had to be 16 <laughs> years old before you could eat lobster. She, she, and I believed her till I was, I believed her till I was 15. Anyway, I looked at the Waffle House menu and I said, steak and eggs. And I said, oh my goodness. And I got steak and eggs. It was like $7. I was the happiest kid ever, and, and a Waffle House fan was born for life right there. Wow. Well, how about that? Well, I know, I know you have a big fan, so I don't think you'll... Um Excellent. I think you'll be set. Well, that's yeah. well, I'm a I'm a big fan of theirs, and I'm a big fan of Sandra Parrish's uh, Sandra's full story on wsbradio.com. Sandra, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome, Mark. Happy to do it. Take care, buddy. That's that's pretty cool.
the 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 war the room. War room. The yeah. Waffle the House fact war they room. They have a war room is hilarious. Yeah. Do you do you guys want? Well, your kid's still too young. Yeah. Your kid's probably six now, Chuck. But I. <laughs> how, how old is your daughter? A year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. All right. When you take your daughters out to restaurants, on yeah. do you do you give them restrictions like you can only order off the kids menu? Well, we we mainly order off the kids menu because they don't they don't eat a lot. Okay, and they're still young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the oldest one's six. So, yeah. Um, it's hit or miss. I mean, sometimes they're like, bring it on. Like, I'll I'm gonna eat everything. Bring but, it on. but sometimes I'll eat like one bite. Eh, did did your mom it. do that as a when you were a kid though? Like, hey, you can all you know. Yeah, yeah. I was only all, allowed to yeah. order off. Chuck, if they had restaurants in Montana. <laughs> Would your parents, uh, you know, keep you to the kids' menu, or could you order pretty much whatever you wanted? Uh, we never ordered for ourselves. Really? No. no. Whatever Dad ordered is what you got. No, Dad didn't care. That was Mom's Mom. Mom. Yeah. At so a restaurant, would, she would. You wouldn't even look at the menu. She'd order for you. Nope. Is that still she true to ca- this day? I mean, sometimes. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. She. She never gave us. She never. She'd give us an option. She'd look real quick. She'd be like, "Do you want hot dogs or hamburgers, or do you want you oh. know, chicken nuggets or fish sticks?" Because you couldn't read. No, that was part of it for a long time. <laughs> Did um, you have a restaurant in, in Whitefish, Montana? Was there a, a uh, local restaurant? There was two. All right, what were they? Real the Busy Bee. The Busy Bee. <laughs> yeah. They just served breakfast and lunch. And dinner. Oh, that they did? That was a fancy okay. place. That was where you went for fancy dinner was <laughs> a Busy, busy bee. bee. Yeah. And then the Pioneer. Which was, was that fancy too? That sounds no, more fancy. That was, nope. The Pioneer was <laughs> just breakfast and lunch. All right. So yeah. I knew one of them was just a breakfast yeah, lunch. Yeah, yeah. The Busy Bee at night was, busy you couldn't bee get was, a table. That was, that was fine dining. You couldn't get a table in Whitefish at the Busy Bee. <laughs> Friday night, forget it. Six hour wait. Um, all right. Uh, we'll talk about the Waffle House war room. And did your folks let you uh, order what you wanted on the menu? I had a strict limit. Five bucks or less, Aram. That's what my mom used to call me, Aram. <laughs> 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Russ in Gainesville coming up next as well. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. I forgot to mention Angoria. Today's uh, a nine on Mark Aram Show. Oh, that's right. meter. It was 118 degrees when I got in my car today, this Oof. afternoon to come in. That's a little thing said. 118. 118. 118. That's why I wore that's why I'm wearing darker shirts now. So you can't see the sweat. Who gave me a hug when I came in? Oh, poor Randy. I was like, you don't want to touch my back, dude. It's I mean, it's <laughs> oh, just no. it's just dripping. It's just dripping. You don't need to hear about that. Uh Lindsay joins us on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Lindsay. Hi. I have a Waffle House story. Please. Well, my dad ran uh service stations all around Buckhead. Um, down especially at West Paces Ferry. And he would tell his customers if it could wait until night, he would pick them up if their car was broken. And so he'd go home after the, he closed, pick up my mom and the wrecker, and they'd go pick up the car and then go have dinner at the Waffle House. Well, no kidding. Yeah. That's amazing customer service. Is, is he not, I mean, there's a couple of, uh, I think there's two gas stations now, West Paces Ferry at 75. Is he, is he not involved with them anymore? No, he's he's actually retired. He passed away in 2005. Oh, I'm sorry. But um, he uh, always, a funny story on Coca-Cola is, is that the, he was having trouble with his Coke machine, and they'd come out and repair it, and he'd ask for a new one, and they'd, oh, no, no, we fixed it. And then it would go bad again. And one day the CEO came in of Coca-Cola and he explained to him he was going to go get a Pepsi machine. Uh, You could see the guy dialing his cell phone (laughs) as he drove out. 
That's and a, he got within an hour a new new Coke, Coke machine. machine. There we go. It's customer service right there. Uh, by the way, Deb Green, not uh, uh, regarding anything we're talking about now. Remember the guy you said that always says howdy. Did you say hi to him today? I said hi to him today. He did not say howdy to me. No way. I promise you. Maybe he heard. He me. said hi there. Wow. Yeah, I don't I know. believe you. I'm purposeful. I swear on Bosco's life, he did not say howdy to me. I will say howdy to Russ in Gainesville and Johnny Kilbasa <laughs> when we come back after the break. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.